This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay. It's my pleasure once again to be in the garden with Hawke's Bay's most glamorous gardener, Megan Williams. How are you going, Megan? I'm going good, and I've been in my garden. Although, isn't it wonderful? We don't have to mow the lawns quite as often as we have had to, um, leading up to this time. But, of course, it means that the ground's starting to get very dried out. So, you know, wait, make sure that you keep that watering regime up and make sure that you focus the watering onto... Um, your plants so as you're not sort of just generally wasting water. Um, I've got a, um, a watering system that goes on and off every now and again. I've, I've got a timer and it's worth its weight in gold because I, I, I'm managing to keep my roses looking beautiful because they get, you know, get about 10 minutes twice a day, which is just enough to um, keep them really looking really good. And my dahlias are looking absolutely wonderful at the moment. And the beauty of dahlias is, of course, you, you I grew a whole lot from seed. And um, you just, as they go off, you just let the flowers dry and then keep the seed. I put the seed into envelopes and label them. And um, you just leave the, when you, when they eventually die down, you just, just sort of don't even have to cut the plant off. It just sort of dries off. But next year, that forms a tuber. And so you've got the best of both worlds. You've got your seeds when you want to uh, make new plants, and then you've got your tubers, which will come up the following year. So I've had tubers. I've got a particular one that I put in. It was, it's an orange colour, and I put it in when my daughter was married because I wanted all the gardens full of the um, the, the colours of her wedding. She had bridesmaids mm. that were a, an orange gold colour. And um, I've still got that flower, and she would have been married 15 years ago, so I've still got that one that each year comes up in the garden, which is really nice, and it's got lots of memories, of course. Um, so what have I been doing? Golly, I've been, um, I've been taking off the... Uh, the, seed, the pods from my sweet peas, which are, which are sort of really past it now, but I picked them and, and, of course, I've let them dry, so I've got those seeds ready for mm-hmm. this year. Um, and I've been I've been out there each morning and I'm picking strawberries, beans, cucumbers. Um, I'm digging the lovely baby carrots, baby parsnips. Um, I'm also picking nectarines, and so uh, this is the time to get your bottling, start your bottling. And I've my tomatoes this year have just gone absolutely crazy. They're a beautiful flavour, and I don't know why, but they've done so well this year. Really? Yeah. Have you had success with your tomatoes? Mine have been a complete disaster. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah, and I've well, been doing what... everything you told me to do. I'm going to blame you. <laughs> you say that, you know, we haven't had much wind, although we've got it today, but um, they pollinate, and they self-pollinate by the wind. So mm. I've got one that I tried in the glass house to see how it would go. So when I go in there each morning, I just give it a bit of a shake so as I can, um, so as I know that it's germinating. And it, and it has got some good tomatoes on it. But for some reason, um, I put them in a different place this year, and I thought they'd be a bit um, too, you're not, not getting enough sun. But they obviously are getting the morning sun, and then obviously the, the, the hot, hot later on, they, you know, they, they mm. haven't had. And, and they seem to have liked it. So that particular group of plants that I've put in that, that area have just gone, I'm going and getting... You know, an ice cream container. Really? Yeah, I know. I can't believe it. Well, so I'm, I've done I, something right this year, and they're really nice flavours too. I went out with my ice cream cream container the other day, and I picked all the tomatoes off my four plants, and it nearly filled half a container. <laughs> Were they right? Or did you, I, I pick them when they're just starting to turn. Bring them inside. Yeah, no, my mum just started. Yeah. So a very poor inside. crop. I had yeah. a very poor crop. Well, Never mind. Oh, that, that's a shame. But I've told you what I've also found this year. 
but the pumpkins are still sown, so I've got pumpkins and squash growing all around the mm. garden, and I'm just sort of letting them go so as I can get some, um, you know, fruit off them. And also, I've got myself a lot of self-sown tomatoes, which have really done well, and all different varieties. You know, I've got the little yeah. tiny ones; they all sort of just come up and pop everywhere. And obviously, must come from my um, compost heap. So, uh, you know. I really do think, you know, I know that this inflation is absolutely going to skyrocket. People are going to find it very, very tough going forward financially. And I really believe that, you know, you must compost, you must form a compost. Just I mean, when I look at the veranda that I've got, about 17 buckets of potatoes, (laughs) pumpkins and carrots. And, you know, and and I've got kumara growing there too. Just on the veranda. Now, if somebody was in a little flat with a tiny, tiny, tiny area out the back, or they haven't even got that, they've got a, a you know, a, a deck out the front, sort of by the front door sort of thing. There's no reason why you can't grow things. No, I mean, exactly yesterday, right. last night I had the potatoes out of one of my buckets and there was enough for a whole serving of, you know, there would have been about 10 potatoes mm. and I, I, you know, par-cooked them and then roasted them. Yum. And they were absolutely beautiful. Even the children commented how beautiful they were. And that was just from one of the buckets off the veranda. I wonder, I wonder, in your experience, and you are very experienced in the garden, what would be the absolute easiest thing for people who aren't into gardening, what would be the easiest thing, vegetable-wise, for them to grow? Well, that's all. I, I mean, there can't be anything easier than what I've done with these potatoes. Yeah, there's just an ear. From the, you know, not even the you can still eat the potato that you're using. So an ear from the potato and an inch of. Yeah, but the thing is, you know, what often happens is people say, right, I'm going to go gardening. So they go down to the garden centre and they buy a whole of the pillars of compo- of um, potting mix and yep. they buy all this stuff. Back. And to my mind, you might as well go down to the supermarket because they're much better at growing things than what yes, I am exactly. anyway. But and so to me, that the first thing is to get your compost where you've got free soil. You know, and my, my theory with gardening is you do it, if you can buy them cheaper, buy them. Mm, of course. But, you know, but if you can grow them, and if you can, um, but you must have, to my mind, you must have that preliminary, but you've got to have your dirt. You've got to, because if you're going to go down and buy a whole lot of stuff to get started with, well, it defeats the purpose. It does. I, t- I saw a program on TV recently where they were, the solar mother had, had, you know, a number of children and they said how tough it was for her, et cetera, et cetera. And they had a photo of the children playing in the back garden. And they were on the trampoline or something. And in the corner, I noticed there was this big area of what had once been garden, you can see, but it was just covered in weeds. Now, I know that that's awful because probably the person is really, really, really busy, you know, with children, et cetera, except they have. But to my mind, if, if you know, get the children into it, you know, clear those weeds out and just put things in. And, put, and of course, I, as you know, get my own seed, which costs me absolutely nothing. Yes, you do. And I planted a whole lot the other day. Um, I said you last time, last week, I planted silver beet, celery, um, broccoli, uh, all these things that were from my own seed. Just put them on a tray and um, on a bit of the compost and just sprinkle them on, put some newspaper on the top and then water them. And within a matter of days in this heat, mm. they all just struck. And so I've been re-putting these during this week. I've been putting them out into you know, bigger pots. I've separating them out so they've got a chance to sort of grow. And I, I suppose it does take... A little bit of time, but to my mind, you know, if you if you can feed your children for a much more reduced price, it's much better to spend that time doing that than to be worrying about going out and feed them. Mate, you did right. Yeah, so, no, it doesn't take much yeah, at all. It's just, my, it's just, you know, my theory that, that, that there's really no excuse to, to really go. As you say, what is the easiest? Well, I have found, I, 
unbelievably easy with these potatoes. But I think the secret is that every day I get up, I open the door into the veranda, go out, I've got my milk bottles of water that I, you know, because the big three-litre bottles that I yes. fill from the, from the ensuite, <laughs> which is upstairs, of course, <laughs> so I get the water there, and I, and I just go out and, of course, check them every day. So they're being, and it takes me, it would take me half a minute, you know, just to go out, have a look around, or, or fill the bottle up with water and just go around and water them. So they are being looked after, and I think that's what's made them work. Yes, of course. Because I haven't just put them in, what I usually do in the vegetable garden, put them in the vegetable garden and sort of forget about them. Cross your fingers. And hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the, the, you know, they'll get some water, it'll rain, or I'll hose them, but not to sort of, um, I must admit, these have been, they are looked after every, every day I'm sort of watering, and of course now is the time I'm reaping the benefit. Yes, indeed. And what have you been doing in the kitchen? Well, the children all start, came for tea last night, and I cooked them a steak pie, and it was followed by a um, an apple crumble. But I was a bit lazy, and I couldn't be bothered sort of doing my usual apple crumble. So, they, and I had, I had a new packet of wheat bix that I wanted to put into the wheat bix tin, but there was still a few left um, in, in the old, you know, from the last lot, and I wanted to empty the tin. So I thought, I know what I'll do. I'll do a crumble with with wheat bix. So I opened a jar of um, my attitude apples. And then instead of putting, it was unsweetened because often I'll bottle apples unsweetened so as you can use them mm. for um, with your pork, you know. Um, yep. So I knew it was unsweetened. So what I did was I put the apple in the um, pie dish and then I sprinkled maple syrup all over it. Yum. And, um, and sprinkled a bit of cinnamon. And then um, on the top, I mixed up the, the remaining wheat bits, which was about four wheat bits, quarter of a cup of um, wholemeal flour and two tablespoons of brown sugar, and then um, a quarter of a uh, cup, well, uh, yeah, about a quarter of a cup of, or, uh, they say it in the recipe, I, I looked up margarine, but I just, I always butter, and I put those in, into the um, the beater, and then just stirred it up, so the butter went all nice crumbly, like a, uh, like a scone mix, and then just sprinkled over the top and cooked it for about 20 minutes, and the children really loved it, so that was an easy thing, that was really, really easy. Good on you, Megan. As always, my pleasure. You look after yourself. We'll talk to you same time, same place next week. Okay, take care, Ken. Bye. Don't forget the rubble. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thank you to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.